Well, it's been a, a long, long break in between episodes, but I have now left one of my jobs and I am now free every Sunday and Monday. Woo-hoo! So this is going to get a lot easier. Hell yeah. Excellent. More podcasts in your ear holes. No, no, literally it's now actually going to be weekly because I am no longer committed to working every day of the week for a month. Oh, I, I, I do miss it in a way, but at the same time, no, I don't. And <laughs> I'm going to do it better. Oh yeah, this this uh, this uh, podcast is sponsored, isn't it? It's weird that how this sponsor just appeared out of nowhere. What is it? It's called the Secret Deck. The Secret Deck. What is that? I've heard that's amazing. It's literally right, a brand new local startup, nerdy thing, uh, geeky, trading cardy, everyone's <laughs> nerdy <laughs> needs. It's, it fulfills everyone's nerdy needs. Um, and this is available now um, at thesecretdeck.square.site because the owner doesn't want to pay for a domain just yet. Um, and if you use code <laughs> LEGION10, you get 10% off your order. Ooh, we like a bargain. There's nothing finer. That sounds fantastic. It sure does. Head over now to the secret deck. But because it's been so long since the last episode, <laughs> people may have forgotten the subject matter which was span on the wheel. Uh-huh. Ah. So, um, today's rants, nay, truths, home truths, are about music. <laughs> they sure are. I've got one big one. Oh, I've really struggled with it. And I've also got a gripe about music. <laughs> <laughs> well, well uh, do you want to kick us off with your big one? Well, I mean, uh, well, we yeah, end on the first. news first, Tom. Come on, you know the format. God, come on, you remember our fucking format, man. Go no, on. I didn't mean your gripe, I meant your big one. Well, I can't show you, can I? Oh, yeah. It's the downside of audio. Wait, I'll just, I'll just get it out. Hang on. Don't know if you heard that. No. <laughs> nope. Must have... I'm just flopping it on the must, table must, now. Must have, been a... <laughs> must have been a very small noise. <laughs> like dropping a pin on a floor, mate. Oh. <laughs> I've got to... So, uh, yeah, for uh, for everyone, I'm just going to close my window because there's people outside talking. Lovely. Yep. What, just outside your window? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Or the upper ladder. <laughs> How do you know I'm upper floor? Because who lives on the ground floor? This is true. <laughs> Many people. Well, they need a better home, don't they? Well, wow. alienated half. Let's not get let's not get bogged down with building work because we're here to talk about music. But first, as always, the news. Alrighty. I want to start with mine, which I literally found not even ten minutes ago. It was while we entered the chat and Brad went to get a drink. I was like, oh, I've actually found one. Wait. And this is uh, from the previous Thursday. So as we record, four days ago. Okay. And it's, <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> a Sheffield pensioner has been threatened over an unpaid electric bill, which actually is for a fried chicken shop. He claims he has nothing to do with this chicken shop. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds a little suspicious. Um <laughs> A Sheffield pensioner has been threatened with legal action for not paying the electricity bills of a fried chicken shop he claims he has nothing to do with. Alan Parkin said the few, the first few bills he got in the post ordering to pay the electric for USA fried chicken were bewildering. But with the latest letter from energy supplier SSE now threatening legal action if he doesn't pay £625, the 77-year-old retired machinist is quoted as saying, I'm getting annoyed. <laughs> quoted as saying, I'm getting annoyed. Journalism. Uh, when the first three arrived and we saw it, they weren't for us, put them back in the letterbox, says Alan. By the fourth one, I was getting pretty annoyed. As you I mean, were. We're not even customers of SSE. 
Wow. Mr. Parker had never actually heard of the takeaway on Sheffield Road in Chesterfield before the invoices began arriving some six weeks ago and maintains against all, against everyone that he has no link to it whatsoever. <laughs> I love how there's like doubts and conspiracy theories. Like, he actually does own this fucking chicken shop. Yeah, to say you've never heard of it and you live in the area, how does that work? You must be vaguely aware. I'm vaguely aware of takeaways around my area that I've never eaten it, you know? <laughs> um. Yeah, thoughts? Uh, have you ever been mistakenly charged? Um, trying to think. I've been mistakenly overcharged before, but they fixed it pretty sharpish. It wasn't all that interesting. <laughs> did, did you go around and just exhale at them? <laughs> what, blow the house down? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> well, I huffed and I puffed. I once, I once had a bills company try and charge me for some of the uh, bills from the previous tenant. And I was like, I moved in on this date. Here's the evidence. They went, okay, we won't charge you. Riveting. This, this seems like a story that should be easily resolved. Yeah. Mr. Um, Mr. Parker, you say his name was? Should, uh, Mr. Parker, yeah. yeah. Should simply be able to go, I don't own this restaurant. And the company will go, no, that's right, you don't. That's weird. And then change the address <laughs> on the account. <laughs> Well, it follows what we're saying. However, despite calls to SSE and attempting to ring the shop itself, he continued to receive demands for the for the £650 energy. Oh, bill. God, this is the start of a comedy film. Like, what will happen is he won't be able to get through. So he's going to walk to the restaurant, to the takeaway where it is, and he walks in the door. And as he's, like, there waiting, that's when the people from SSE will come in. They'll be like, oh, we knew it was you. No, no, it's yeah, not, I swear. Exactly. I'm here to talk to them. Yeah, sure you are, mate. I was picturing more like it's uh, it's like his unknown twin brother or something. He walks in and there's basically a split in of him working the restaurant <laughs> with the twirly yeah. moustache oh yeah it's like no I'm Mr. Snrub <laughs> it ends on this I actually phoned SSE's customer service and a young lady told me if the letters weren't for me then to just ignore them I tried calling the chicken shop but they said their manager wasn't available <gasps> that's because you can't call yourself <gasps> Whoa. Whoa, maybe this guy's got like memory true. issues and he's part time working at a like, chicken shop and then he loses them hours and goes home again and he's leaving yeah. his double life without realising <laughs> keeps opening his fridge and finds it full of chicken and can't figure out why <laughs> one night he just had too many and just bought a restaurant oh the chicken fairy's been again <laughs> I accidentally bought a restaurant in a game of poker <laughs> uh, we've all been there but there is a finale, and it is that SSE has written to Mr. Parkin to confirm these were sent in error, apologise for any distress, and his uh, re- the request for him to pay the bill has been cancelled. Yeah, I was going to say, like, Brad was spot on in that it's going to be just a simple error and easy rectifiable, because it's most likely a machine that's sending them out anyway, isn't it? Systems glitch. Yeah, but yeah. I just love the fact that this happened. It's like, right, the news need to be made aware. Yeah, oh, <laughs> the, fact yeah. the fact that it's a news article. <laughs> a, man, a man got a letter by accident and called them up and they were like, okay, sorry, and now they don't have to deal with it. Ooh. Well, it is a slow news day, I guess. Yeah, sure. But, I know. It's, it's been very quiet in uh, Sheffield since the uh, the great Poundland karate kick incident. <laughs> yeah, I feel you set the bar too high with that one. Yeah, we spiked, and now we're just on, down before Christmas. Oh, uh, dear. Although Christmas, I'm sure, will bring some excellent crazy news. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Uh, Tom, would you like to do your article? Sure. So my article is from this past Thursday, so four days ago as well. Oh, the same. It's about a bakery in Leeds. Uh, the topic of the story is hashtag Sprinklegate. 
Oh, I've heard of this. Yeah. Yeah, was, I've seen it on Facebook. I was reading about it this afternoon. So, a Leeds bakery has been embroiled in a bitter controversy after they were forced to temporarily close because they topped their cakes with illegal sprinkles. <gasps> illegal? Was it cocaine? <laughs> uh, it was not. Um, they were told that the sprinkles were imported from the US and contained colouring which didn't meet the UK standards. Something the bakery <laughs> branded as insane. I've actually got something like not not related to this, but um, I ordered some stuff on uh, Amazon to come today, and one of them includes Tacky's Blue Heat, I think it's called. Okay. Um, oh, no. <laughs> it's basically the crisps that are bright blue. Oh, God. And when I went up in the bag, I was like, my God, how that do Americans healthy. eat this stuff? <laughs> what chemicals are in this thing? Well, you, you might be able to confirm for me, Tom. I remember reading this on Facebook, mm-hmm. and wasn't it that a customer is the one who rang trading standards? It seems to be. Yeah, I'm just trying to find the part in the article. <laughs> ah, one of those one of those famous sprinkle tasters. <laughs> but how would you even know? Like, it's like oh, they oh, they know. They put it in their mouth. They, they sort of chew in it a little bit, and they spit into a cup and go, "That's fake." <laughs> I mean, just imagine being on the other end of that phone at training standards. You've got some twat just there like, oh, mate, I had a biscuit earlier. And these sprinkles, they, they weren't right colouring, mate, I'm telling you. They weren't standard. I must say. They weren't standard blue, then. This uh, this this bakery named Get Baked is owned by this bloke, and he's given statements and whatever, and I, I'm liking this guy, the attitude on him. It's like the popular bakery on North Lane said it was, quote, very fucking annoying in a viral Facebook rant as their best-selling cookies are covered in the tasty topping. Wait, 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 wait. This place is called Get Baked. I was joking about the cocaine. (laughs) No wonder they're the best-selling ones. They're giving out addictive sprinkles. That's what the illegal substance is. I'm just imagining it's like Ted Reddy Farms when he has to make the Christmas uh, weed to cover it in cocaine. (laughs) Oh, God. And then, like people like what? Yeah, what? What are Christmas these snow, like, weed free. Christmas snow. Yeah. <laughs> Christmas snow. What is it? It's cocaine. <laughs> you can't oh. give people cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> No, this, uh, the post said, This weekend has been utterly sensational. We've had customer visits from countless cities, sold fuck tons of Bruce in various forms, which is a cake that they make. Oh, and not to mention a lovely visit from Trading Standards on Friday after someone reported us for using our, what apparently, illegal sprinkles. <laughs> Still defiant, they posted another update three days later saying they would continue to sell them with, uh, with the illegal sprinkles. They said, quote, Still haven't heard from trading standards in regards to the Sprinklegate scandal. Therefore, for now, raspberry glazed cookies are still available. <laughs> Good on him. But sadly, on October 11th, they were forced to throw the towel in. <gasps> in an exasperated post, they said they would no longer serve baked goods with the sprinkles. They said the person who complained had, quote, such a sad little life, Jane. A reference to perhaps <laughs> the most famous scene from Come Dine With Me, which I can't say I'm familiar with. What? And added their seven-month-old daughter would no longer be able to go to Disneyland because, quote, man can't sell any fucking cookies. <laughs> I fucking love that response. <laughs> uh, I mean, if they're seven months old, they're not going to remember Disneyland anymore. Anyway. They didn't even have a daughter. But but can, we just, it. <laughs> can we just touch on that subject, though, the come down with me moment that, Tom, you have not seen? I've not seen I that I have not either. seen that particular clip. Oh my fucking god! It's amazing that this bloke—he was, he was literally all week were just shitting on everyone's food, as, as you know sure. they do. And then uh, when when, when uh, he went to read the results, he found out he didn't win. And uh, he just like 
you know, just the gracious thing is just, I didn't win, but end of day, it's just, I'm fucking on television, it's been a laugh all week. Instead, he just basically just went, you won, Jane. And they just started going like, what a sad little life. <laughs> <You know? laughs> As they're incredible. all sat there. And he says, he says something like, you've got all the, what is it, like grace and decorum of a, a, of a reversing dump truck with no tyres on. Oh, that's incredible. And then, <laughs> and then you can see everyone just goes, what? And the, J, this woman called Jane who won just went, I don't get it. And he went, well, you're not going to, let's be honest, because there's no one there. Jesus. He just fucking, wow. like, just absolute went on one. And it's the way that when he says all this stuff, he just glances at the cameraman who's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, this uh, sprinkle guy, I mean, I love his energy. But it's, we've heard back from trading standards and have been told we must cease use of our sprinkles with immediate effect. Obviously, we'll be following the rules and removing them as of now. While this might not seem like it's a big deal, it's actually very fucking annoying, as a lot of people ask for birthday bruises and raspberry glazed donut cookies. Wait, what was the what was the quote? Uh, Did you say very fucking annoying? Yeah. It's the same guy from the chicken shop. <laughs> <laughs> it's a conspiracy. He owns oh, a chicken dear. shop and get baked in Leeds. But he said they're utterly sensational, and it is highly unlikely, highly in capitals, that we will find any legal sprinkles that we'll use as a replacement. How, how did... He said he was extremely passionate about sprinkles and added that British sprinkles, sprinkles, quote, just aren't the same and that he hated them. <laughs> I fucking love this yeah. guy so much. <laughs> I hope they do like a GoFundMe or something because I'm fucking donating. That guy's earned it with that. Yeah. He continued, I need to think this one over. We will obviously need to make some adjustments to the menu in order to compensate for this truly horrendous ordeal. <laughs> Man is passionate. Just, I mean, who who is that petty to report someone about a sprinkle? Honestly. Also, c- correct me if I'm wrong, but sprinkles are something you put on afterwards. Yeah. Just don't yeah. put sprinkles on. But maybe sprinkles are valuable. Yeah, but they, they wouldn't be the if same. If you don't like the sprinkles that you are allowed, don't yeah. put sprinkles on. Uh, if you're wondering why they were banned, it's because they contain the colouring E127, which oh, is God, linked to no. hyperactivity and behavioural problems in children. Uh. Not E127. It's used in America as a cherry colouring in cake decorating and sprinkles, but it's uh, against EU ruling. So next time you're seeing a child just like sprinting around and then collapsing through like health issues, it's because he's had too many sprinkles. <laughs> well, the red ones specifically. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, fucking yeah. people, man. Honestly. You can't have nice things, can you? Oh, well, uh, I'm just reading about uh, someone tweeting about it, saying, has urged people to show support to the independent business. She tweeted, go like them on Facebook and enter their competition, where the fellow will literally drive to your house anywhere in England and deliver your giant cake named Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> I'm entering that. My God. All right. So we've had chicken, we've had sprinkles. Brad, what have you got for us? Well, it's it's definitely not going to be along the same... Uh... <laughs> it's not going to be anything near as similar to those. God, I can't get my fucking words out. Right. So the article I've got is um, it, it, the date doesn't really matter. Like you guys are like, oh, it's a few days ago. But this uh, is this is three years ago. Then. This one is it's not. It's from a few months ago. But this one is timeless. Okay. Right. So there is a bridge in Cambridge. Mm-hmm. The bridge is uh, better known to most as the Garrett Hostel Bridge, but the nickname to most students is Orgasm Bridge. Oh. And the article is called The Curious Story Behind Orgasm Bridge's Name. Okay, I'm intrigued. Okay, so um, this bridge, uh, it connects the University Colleges of Trinity and Trinity Hall with Cambridge's famous backs. And uh, apparently, people aren't quite sure why it's nicknamed Orgasm Bridge, but there are several theories. The main one of which (laughs) is that because it's quite a steep bridge, 
as people cycle up it, they're going, <laughs> and when they get to the top, they breathe this big, moaning, pleasurable sigh of relief. Wow. Um, Jesus Christ. See, I was picturing people just stood on the top of it, like jizzing over the overpass, just onto passing cars and shit. It's like, oh, and birds are at it again. It's like, it ain't the birds. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, that, that's 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 the gist of the article. Like, uh, I just I found it quite amusing that I wasn't aware that there is a bridge in Cambridge that is called Orgasm Bridge. And that, yeah. and that the reason is because you sound like you're having an orgasm if you go up it. We'll have to go find a some point field mm. trip. Well, any bridge I'm on is Orgasm Bridge, really. <laughs> <laughs> what are you that unhealthy? Kind of regular bridge, <laughs> <laughs> even completely flat bridges, <laughs> even downhill somehow. <laughs> to be fair, I, I I can claim to be the most unfit because when we were in Cambridge, mm-hmm. I was that exhausted that I stood and like downloaded an app and stood for about twenty minutes from pay, <laughs> oh, so yeah. I could go on an electric scooter to to go five minutes up the road. Yeah. Yeah, Tom and I arrived on foot and had to wait for Adam and Nick to turn up on their little scooters. Yeah, we had a nice Nick ran over my, Nick ran into the back of my fucking Achilles, and my ankle has never been the same ever again. <laughs> never been the same. It's been months. <laughs> you know, it's, I can't fucking run. Permanent I, injury. I had Nick at false pelt. I stopped at a red light because you know I don't want to die. Sure. So I stopped at this red light, That's and then next reason, thing, next thing, just Nick straight into the back of me. I don't know what you were doing, but you weren't looking at the bloody me stopping at the red light. Jesus. And he ran over my like, Achille- like Achilles because it was just at the right height at the front of the scooter. <laughs> it's never Fucking been hell. the same. It's never been the same. It's like one of those pains that you know, you get so much pain you can't even make a noise. You just, yeah. you're just there like... Ugh. I know, you had like basically tears in your eyes of memory serves. You were like... I, I actually did, uh, to be fair. Yeah. It hurt. But I know you I were crying, but like you were just tense as anything. Like, all my, all my brain can say that he's he nicked your Achilles. Wow. <laughs> my my Achilles tendon. Fucking hell! Right, I'm going to bring us on to the subject of music because I just want to get mine out of the way. Because if anyone gets to know me, if we ever do a pub quiz, whenever mm. it's a music round, there is no point in me being there <laughs> because I like certain songs. I don't care enough about who who makes them or the lyrics or anything. So when like the other day we had um, a quiz at the at the bar I'm working at, and they had a music round, and I literally stood there the entire fifteen questions just staring like, "What's the point?" Because music to me is my worst subject. <laughs> so you're having an existential crisis. <laughs> but music to me is my worst subject. I don't give a shit about it. Like you know, people say like music is life. Sure. Like to me, like genuinely, if there was no such thing as music, I wouldn't care. Like, it doesn't bother me. Like, the only time I listened to it is when I was at the shop because I had to have music on. Sure. Like, at home, I don't listen to it. I just play games, watch TV. You know, so I'm kind of like that person. Yeah, and the, my my gripe is this idea that if you've never been to a festival, you're, like, missing out and you're a dick and all that lot. And to me, going to a festival is like a punishment in my eyes. <laughs> it like, can be uh, pretty rough. Yeah. Like it's just, oh, it's just the idea. Like you know, when like my mates go all the time, like, well, do, you, do you want to come? Like, no. Nope. Oh, I normally go to a couple a year. Like, yeah, but then it's just like this idea. Like, oh, you've never been to a festival? I'm like, no. I'm like, why not? I was like, because it literally sounds horrific. I'm going to go out and fucking camp in mud. Oh yeah. Literally just sleep in mud. I'm going to walk in mud. It's not going to be fucking freezing. Yeah, not going to shower for five days. Got to constantly monitor my phone battery. Yeah. People are going to shit on my tent. 
People like get at least my tent. six quid a pint. <laughs> yeah, six quid a pint. People are getting shit on my tent. It's more than you would think. <laughs> and it's like, oh, food's going to be like £12 for a slice of pizza. Uh, it's going to be fucking loud. Everyone's on drugs. Yep. Everyone's just fucking being dick. People are getting stabbed. It's like at tram lines <laughs> that we just had here. Like there were a positive COVID test on the floor in the park. So someone takes a COVID test, so it's positive, and just carried on fucking going anyway. So yeah, it's like, fuck those people. Yeah, I can't stand it. How do you know it wasn't abandoned because they saw the results, shit themselves, and laked it home to isolate? Well, it was <laughs> in the park, so it's a bit late. Yeah. <laughs> it's like being caught as someone else's wife and then just running away. Like, it never <laughs> See, I'm, I'm the opposite spectrum there. I fucking love music and gigs are just fucking, uh, I love it. But I realise it's not for everyone. I don't force it down their throats because that's what an yeah. arsehole does. Well, I think it's because I worked at the city hall for 10 years. I literally, I've worked, I've, I was thinking about it earlier. Mm. I must have worked about 500 music gigs, like yeah. working behind the scenes and all that lot. And it's just like, to me, it just, I think music kind of in my head's like a job more right. than a passion. Okay. Um, But the only time I've been camping in recent memory was uh, Silverstone three years ago for Formula One. Okay. Um, That was the last time and I'd no longer have the tent, which sums it up. <laughs> it will not happen again yeah. but I've got a story about Silverstone as well so I want to run this by you okay. um, but I went with my mate Liam um, so we, we both like met up in morning and drove down mm-hmm. and um, on the way down to Silverstone there was a hitchhiker with a sign saying Silverstone so like you know we were kind of merry excited you know got a weekend of Formula 1 ahead of us so we like fucking pulled over at the service station and told this bloke to get in car sure. and this guy had a fucking massive bag like you know it's hard to describe like kind of like a body bag to be honest oh, right. he had this big bag and um, we're saying oh we're going to Silverstone you know we get down we're like yeah yeah so he jumps in car and uh, slams this bag in the back seat so me and Liam are in front hmm. and this guy's in the back seat and like I was looking at mirror and he was sat in middle seat on the back, and all I could see was just staring forward. So we're like, fucking hell, this is weird, folks. So we're like, yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah we'll head down now. And uh, literally, I could hit bag, something was moving in the bag. What? You know, yeah, literally, you, could, you know, we just know something's in that bag, and it's like, it's bugging me. So as we're like 20 minutes into journey down M1, I literally turned and went, mate, what's in the bag? And he turned and went, fuck all to do with you. Jesus, you're offering him a lift. So like, like, calm down. And I was, so I just sat there like, okay. Uh, <laughs> so I look at Liam, and Liam's like looking at me like, fucking, what's his problem? So, uh, you know, we carry on chatting anyway about, like me and Liam keep chatting, we just kind of pretend he's not there because it's safer. <laughs> we're chatting, and we talk about for a while, and we're like, when I get here at this time, we'll get tent up, we'll go straight to the pub, like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then uh, after a while, like, we went a bit quiet, so I was on my phone. Mm. Liam just turned, he just like, he just said, like tried to engage with this guy and this guy didn't answer. And then he just like, God, humorous, what's in the bag? And this guy again just went, fuck all to do with you. Jesus. So literally like, all right, all right, all right fair enough. So I'm on my phone, I get a text and it's from Liam. Like Liam subtly texts me. <laughs> so right, I'm going to pull it next services and then we'll pretend that we're going to get, get out and go to the shop. And when he comes out and gets in the shop, we're fucking getting back in the car and just driving off. <laughs> So like, all right, so like fucking adrenaline's pumping now. So we pull into next services just outside Watford, right. and uh, as as we get out of the car, literally like, right mate, we're just gonna go and get some drum, some beers for uh, tent, you know, just gonna head in. I said, do you want to come grab some food or something? So he's like, yeah, yeah. So he gets out of the car, and as we're in the shop, like walk over to the beer and notice he's like walks over to like crisps. Right. We're like, right, Liam, let's fucking do it. 
So we turn around and we fucking run out of this shop, run to the <laughs> car, get in the car, turn the car on and drive off with his bag up back seat. Oh, God. Just fucking oh. leaving. He took his bag. What? So you took his bag? Yeah, he took his bag. Fuck oh. it. So what was in there? Don't leave us hanging. Fuck all to do with you. <laughs> I fucking set that joke up. That's not That never actually happened. I just wanted to do that joke. Oh, fair. <laughs> oh, God. Well played. <laughs> Did you fall for it, Brad? Uh, I wasn't going to ask. <laughs> I, was, I was just going to be an ass and not ask. Because <laughs> it was People clear that you were building up to the contents of the bag. Yeah, yeah. No, I heard that earlier. I just wanted to repeat it. It is someone else's joke. I just heard it. I was like, oh my God, that's fucking breaks. I fell for it, hook and sinker. <laughs> it was just the way that he was telling it. And it was like, he had a straight face. Like, literally, you were like, oh, fuck, right. All oh, right. And then he said it. And oh, I was it like, keeps you hooked. I know. Literally, I was like, why the fuck have I fallen for that? So when we're talking about this, and my gripe is generally festivals, I don't want to do them. And I was like, right. You know what? I've got an in here to do this fucking joke that I've heard. <laughs> so I am sorry, everyone at home, if you uh, fell for that. <laughs> I, I'll be honest. Though, I was super invested in the story. That like, I wanted a conclude. I wanted a conclusion, and now I'm not very satisfied. <laughs> well, it's like me whenever I like get camping, which I've done like three times <laughs> in my life. Oh, I see. You've what you've done is give us the the, the sensation, the feeling of what you feel when you go camping. <laughs> yes. All these expectations are fun, and it's just disappointment and shit all over your tent. Well, I mean, the thing is, it was kind of softened at the uh, Silverstone racing weekend because England were in the World Cup. Oh, okay. So it was kind of softened for the fact that when we went back to the tent, like everyone was in a jovial spirit because England had beat Sweden that day. Yeah. Yeah. So everyone was in a good mood. It, were, yeah, it, were fine. it kind of softened it. But the first night, I remember that like me and Liam booked into the family camp because I did not want... They had a family and a lively one. Oh, yeah. And in my head, lively was just for fucking... Like, oh, it's up till four in the morning Music yeah, maybe someone's going to shit on my tent. Someone's going to nick my tent. <laughs> With you so in we're it. So we're in the family one. I literally set the fucking tent up. Hmm. And like we were quite lucky because we bought quite a decent tent. Well, you know, it took us half an hour to put up because it was just one of those like easy fit ones. Oh, yeah. So we were really quick. And then there were a group next to us. So we went, we went to the pub, went back to the tent just to get changed. And there were a group next to us and they were just fucking like had stereos and blasty music. And it went on to about 3 a.m. And I ended up, because um, my mum and her boyfriend were going to the race, I messaged her saying, bring me some earplugs. Oh, yeah. So she brought some earplugs, and she's like, why do you need these? I'm like, because I can't fucking sleep. Yeah, camping sober is terrible, I'll give you that. Yeah. Oh, no, I weren't sober. I were fucking far from sober, I'll give oh, you that. There you go. <laughs> I have many cans throughout the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, to me, I just don't like the idea that because I've, been, I've not been to a festival, I'm missing out because I can... Categorically tell you, I am not missing out. Yeah, fair enough. Fuck everyone. <laughs> Fuck everyone. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, like I said, I'm completely opposite side of the fence there, but I wouldn't uh, disagree. I, I, I could hear you biting your tongue with your, oh, f- fair enough. What you actually wanted to say is, I'm one of those people who'll judge you. <laughs> no, I don't judge. Stop judging me. <laughs> no, I wouldn't judge. Like, it's not for everyone. But yeah, that's that's my gripe. And it's like, to be honest, like there's some songs that come on that I quite like. Like the band that tends to be the one that I have on my playlist is ACDC. Nice. But it's mainly because like I like FIFA, play FIFA a lot, so a lot of songs on there uh, I, I like okay. get stuck with. I like wrestling. I'd say like thirty percent of my playlist is wrestling songs. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like I'd never. I've been. I literally. This is God's honest truth. I've been to two gigs in my life as a customer. One was McBusted and one was Iron Maiden. <laughs> wow, two very different girls of fish, though. Yeah, and it cost me a grand total of £2 because it was a pound a ticket for staff. 
Christ. <laughs> so, yeah, like, yeah, to me, it's like, you know, if a song comes out I like, it's like, oh, I'll chuck on my playlist, but I don't actively go out to, like, gigs and I don't, you know, search for new bands or music or anything. I just, like, stick to what I know. Yeah, nothing wrong with it. I don't know if it's Brad being noise suppressed, but Brad is very quiet as I'm stating these. <laughs> no, I'm 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 listening. I'm listening. Okay. <laughs> I, I I also I also keep trying to say things and get interrupted. So I was like, you know, I'll just wait for everyone to finish. Go. This is Brad Hour. Is this what Brad Hour? Yeah. The podcast only lasts an hour. <laughs> well, you've got. Well, I mean, I'm clocked on at twenty nine sixteen, so you've got thirty one minutes. <laughs> thirty one minutes left. All right. I'll uh, I'll tell you about my musical gripe. So there's a lot of things that are annoying about music, but. The, the, I always thought the main purpose of this podcast is to think of the pettiest thing you can. Yeah. Like, it's something that you find annoying. Other people other people will be like, really? So, the one that I find super annoying, I actually think people might agree with me on this when I give you the main example I have. And it is when musicians, uh, musicians sing songs, uh, like songs that uh, aren't originally their songs. They, like, cover a song or they're doing, like, a, another rendition of it for a different reason. And they go way over the top with how they do it. Could you elaborate? And, uh, I'm not exactly sure what you mean. Yeah, so um, there's there's a few different examples of how they do this. And what I what seems to be the reason is that they do this in order to make the song sound unique and make it their own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first example that came to mind was when um, the new Lion King came out. And it, in Can You Feel the Love Tonight, Beyonce just goes to town on that track. And uh, it's not even a bad way. In a, in a, bad way like well, it it's a not good way it wouldn't be saying this. it's not even <laughs> right. it's not even recognizable as the song because like obviously the the actual melody can you feel the she's like can you feel the <laughs> like she goes all over the place and you know what i i got confused because like i said i don't do like music names and songs mm. and in my head i was thinking of in the air tonight you know duh, 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 duh. <laughs> uh, right. and now i get it it's not that song it's a different song um and uh but the the main example I want to bring up and this is actually for an artist I like but there's something that they have done specifically in a few songs particularly christmas songs that I really hate and it is Michael Bublé so Michael Bublé's got some good tracks he's good he's a good singer right Hello. but in in some of his christmas songs like for example jingle bells he doesn't just sing jingle bells he changes the rhythm of the way he sings it to a point where you can't sing along with it mm. so if, like a jingle bells jingle bell everyone knows jingle bells right sure. michael bublé goes jingle bells jingle bells jingle all the way and it's like if you haven't heard that before and that song comes on the radio like oh man jingle bells i want to sing along and then he starts singing <laughs> off rhythm i'm like fuck you michael bublé i just want to sing a christmas song and now i sound like i'm doing it wrong this is fair <laughs> I kind of half agree and half disagree. It's sort of circumstantial. I, I, I agree, like, it's like, with me, because obviously I go to football a lot, and all the songs that we sing are like actual songs, but we just change the words. Sure. I think that's okay, but yeah, I do agree with Brad that when people take a classic song and put their own spin on it, it's fucking, like, destroys the reputation of that song. Uh, I don't know. I mean, a cover's kind of meant to be transformative, though. I've, I've heard covers where the band is trying to sound as close to the original as possible, and it sounds nothing like there's the, nothing, the band. There's nothing wrong with covering it's a song. It's outside the comfort zone. There's nothing wrong but, with covering a song and making it slightly different so that it, like, it's the fact that he sings it. He sings it off-tempo. He doesn't right. sing it correctly. He sings <laughs> the beats in the wrong places so you can't sing along. Like, the point of Christmas songs is that we all know them, and they play them every year. 
year and we sing along and we feel festive. And fucking Mickey Bubble out there is fucking trashing the. <laughs> I like it. I like him. I like his songs. He's got some good songs. I actually quite like some of his Christmas songs. And you eventually, you eventually get used to it. But when I first heard those songs on the radio and he was singing them wrong, and I was like, I can't sing along to this, Michael. What are you doing, mate? <laughs> Michael Bublé, if you're listening, right? If you're listening, right? Make sure that when next time you cover a Christmas song, you do it properly, all right? All right, Mickey. It, it you, you hear me? me of, um, oh, you, you are so fine. You, you are so fine. It <laughs> blow my mind. Hey, Mickey. But it just reminds me of that uh, lass who did a song and she was like lip syncing to Jingle Bell Rock. But it was something I can't remember words exactly, but something like filthy. It was sort of like was it jingle? Cock. Was it jingle bell cock? Something yeah, like that. And she's like trying to record it for like a family, and then that comes on. And she's just like, <laughs> yeah, I think about that. And it's like a stroke of my, lick of my, suck of my cock. Something yeah, that's it. Like that's, that's the, the one. one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, that's the reason I said it was petty. Like it, it's literally like because it's not even every single time it happens. I don't mind it sometimes. But it's certain ones, like the the Beyonce one in the How uh, Can You Feel the Love Tonight is so over the top. Like, it sounds like an amateur musician on, like, The X Factor trying to show off their vocal range by taking a song that everyone knows and going so over the top. And, like, Beyonce, you know, she's a queen, right? Beyonce's... Beyonce's music is amazing. Why did she take that song and go so... Like, I, I can't help but think that, like, the people who were... Um, making the film had gone so Beyonce you know the thing you do where you go really over the top right can yeah. you do it in this song so that people think it's a different song so we can pretend it's a different movie and not just the same <laughs> thing but remade with CG lines and it isn't as good and the new Lion King sucks I haven't <laughs> seen it because I figured it would suck <laughs> but no I agree with sort of the tempo part of it but I don't think you should try and sound as close to the original as possible no then there's no point yeah because then you're just making a worse version of that song that's no, like, like the fucking uh, Psycho remake with um, Vince yeah. Vaughn, where they just did shot for shot. No, exactly. I don't have a problem with. I don't have a problem with covers. Covers are fine. Right. It's it's those kind of things where someone's going too far. You kind of reminded me of uh, when they sing the national anthem in America, like uh, oh, like, yeah. oh yeah. sing <laughs> and each vowel, each syllable is like a minute long, and they're really just yeah. stretching it out and hammering. An, it an exact example, but also if they do it the wrong tempo, so they go oh say can you see? <laughs> and it's like everyone there trying to sing along with their hands over their heart, thinking God fuck my country. Yeah, I want to move abroad. It's a great mental image. Have you ever seen the one at the ice hockey when the last forgot the uh, the words to national anthem? I can't say I no. have. That sounds incredible. So she, so in in the NHL when it's the Canadian teams, they sing both the American and the Canadian national anthems. Right. And she did the American national anthem and then just like mind blanked and couldn't remember the Canadian national anthem. And she ended up just like crying and like walking off. And on the way off, she decked it as well on the ice. Oh, just to make Canada. Almost. <laughs> oh, man, maple syrup. That's right, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah, like, like Borat singing fucking Kazakhstan. That's right. <laughs> oh, yeah. I saw they played that for Kazakhstan once by mistake and they stopped they it like did. halfway through. They oh did, my yeah. god! How how do you do that? Uh, I guess some intern had just downloaded it, so that it was ca- yeah. like Kazakhstan national anthem, and they only realised like, halfway through when the team were giving them looks like the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking about like great uh, military grade potassium. <laughs> All other countries have inferior. All other countries are done by little girls. <laughs> uh, that tickled me. 
Anyway, like I, I can see that from the uh, the waveform in front of me that I've had a massive rant. So, uh, <laughs> what's your, well, this what's one, your this musical one's, gripe? This one's going to interest me because Tom is a big musical guy. Oh, huge! Like, I mean, so, in musicals, I go to tons of fucking gigs, concerts, festivals, whatever you want. So I'm interested. Even now. bands down the pub, and that I have sort of struggled with it. I had a few that I was toying around with, like music fans and their habits and music, like things bands do and that kind of thing, but. One I kept coming back to and eventually settled on was when adverts just use snippets of songs and just play them into the ground. Oh, yeah. Like the one that kept uh, coming at me is like, the, I don't know if they still run them, but British Gas used to use uh, The Universal by Blur. A great song, fucking love it. But they used to use this just 20-second snippet of it. And in the life cycle of the ad, it get, ad gets cut down and it's shorter and shorter, so it's like now it's a 10-second snippet. It gets branded as like the British gas song and you can only hear the 20 second bit of it and it gets overplayed to fuck and it's like, well, you've just killed my song. Right? I mean, there's the songs that now I only know in my head for the advert versions because I've heard it so much. Like, uh, what's the um, the one about uh, the fruit and fiber one? Um, um, couldn't tell. Fruit it's- and fiber. No, it's. Uh, I'm trying to remember the actual. Because I've just gone blank now. I can only remember the offensive version of it, which is why I'm trying not to sing it until I remember. <laughs> this is what happens at last singing the Canadian national anthem. <laughs> um, it's like um, it's something like uh, a wonderful of Kellogg's fruit and fiber. That's literally that, what I just sang. Is that? But that, that's. Just, I mean, <laughs> sing it better. <laughs> But I mean, in that one, at least they've sort of written their own lyrics to it and they've probably re-recorded it. I'm on about more when they just use the actual clip. Like, I mean, Blur was singing in this, but only for like one line of it. So there's a the, or if it might there's be an advert movie. currently running that uses the instrumentals from Soul Sister, but it doesn't use the lyrics. Right. So every time that comes on, I'm like, yeah, a bit of Soul Sister. And then it doesn't play the lyrics and I get annoyed. Yeah. And it's over in 20 seconds. Yep. And then you get to hear that 20 seconds again in 20 minutes yep. when the next ad break happens. And it just grinds my gears if you're i don't know it's just it took me a while before i could listen to the universal again when uh, the fucking ads were running because it's just that bit was just ugh. i mean overplaying a song's bad enough but overplaying a 20 second snippet over and over i think my favorite advert i've ever seen and uh, it was one that carl mentioned actually in a video and i went on youtube and looked at it, i was like you know what i fucking appreciate the fuck out of that is a uh, brew dog when they did that video or an advert sorry they literally just had the word advert on it yeah. sat behind a can of beer and it just had thrash metal. <laughs> literally, there was no, nothing else to it. Just thrash metal, the word advert in a can. Go and Google it if you, or YouTube it, whatever. No, I haven't seen it. I'll uh, check it out. <laughs> You've got a lot to catch up on in this episode. Come dine with <laughs> yeah, me, <seriously>. brew dog. <laughs> I only normally watch Come Dine with me in hotels or like when I'm on holiday or something. <laughs> it's normally just on in the middle of the day. <laughs> what, did you just sit in the hotel room? Don't go outside. No, it's like if you go back for dinner or something. Like <laughs> Tom's idea of a holiday is go somewhere, get a hotel room, and just sit on the bed and watch come time with me. Oh, this is the life. No, far from it. But like, if we come back in the afternoon or something, like normally at the bar in the afternoon, back to like hotel or whatever for some snap, and then you go back out in the evenings. I want to go to Japan with you. I just want to fucking see everyone just stare at you. What? <laughs> while we're on the topic of what Tom does in life, can we can we go to the? Uh, can we just bring up that little story with that one time when uh, Tom revealed that he was going somewhere for an all day like drinking like a beer party oh, or festival yeah, or something. Yeah. But yeah. he was even though he was going to a beer festival, he not only had trained <laughs> beers but also had to find a place to have beers at nine in the morning. <laughs> Well, if we're drinking today, we're drinking today. We're not just going to half us it. You were going to a drinking place. 
You, you, it's, like, you it's, like, to, it's like ordering pre- Chinese before going to a Chinese buffet. <laughs> you pre-drank before the pre-drinks for the festival. <laughs> like a I just boss, remember when you said it, and like I was just there, like after fucking working like all day, just like I mm. wish I had no responsibilities. <laughs> Could just drink and then drink and then go to a drinking festival. Yeah, but, life is good. <laughs> lucky bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, all my stuff's flexible. <laughs> well, <laughs> your voice. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, right. We've all done our musical gripes, and now it is time to turn to Twitter slash Discord. The audience. I I have not actually looked because I've not had a chance since my granddad's birthday today. Been out. Oh, so happy days. These are all going to be fresh to me. Yes. Ooh, so I actually didn't send it to you out today. I left this all to the lovely people of the Discord. One job. One job. I, I specifically didn't. One I think I think job. considering that these people are the ones who are most likely to be listening to this, I thought it'd be nice for them to be able to be the ones to contribute. I mean, if you uh, plug the podcast on your Twitter, we might have some. I've nice told you the reason why I can't do that every week because, because people don't lose a people people do not respond to constant advertisement on Twitter. It's not constant. It's every three weeks. <laughs> it's not supposed to be every three weeks. <laughs> well, maybe going forward, we'll have a weekly session. I also pretty sure. How many episodes have we had? Like four. I don't know. This is number five. This is number five. Yeah, out of the four, I'm pretty sure I've tweeted out two at least, maybe three of them. But uh, and don't say that's not four. Well, oh, I mean, you read my mind though. <laughs> <laughs> anyway it's like when you go live and you don't advertise it like, I, some, just sometimes it. I just like to go live like I just I, I like just put it out there and then the people are like oh Brad's streaming let's go talk to Brad rather than being like please watch me hmm. please love me so uh, everyone who's ever posted in going live that is a direct dig at you uh, courtesy of Brad oh, God, I've, done, I've done that as well <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, anyway yes, let's, let's, let's go discord let's, let's get Let's We've go. been definitely been off topic yeah, too much. Right, we okay, so um, what we'll do is we'll, uh, well, as with usual, we'll scan the list and we'll paraphrase some to make them into points we can argue. I'm not looking because so, um, I don't want to ruin it. This this top this top one is definitely something that is annoying. When they censor songs, but they don't replace the song, they remove it. So if you have like rap songs that have a lot of swear words in, and it's just because the swear words are just missing. Well, yeah, maybe they're on orgasm bridge. What would you prefer though? Because like, would you want it to reword it? It's like, duck you, I won't do what you tell me, or is it just blank you, I won't do what you tell me? I think um, Eminem definitely did some tracks where he re-recorded them, but with uh, censored versions. Was this like a bit on Sesame Street, or was this just something he did? No, just so they can play it on the radio. Oh, okay. Um, And it's obviously, like, there's some songs where it might not work, Hmm. because it might not fit the rhyming structure, but... No, the annoying thing is when radio stations will censor it without doing anything to it. Right. So, oh, all, literally, like the audio cuts out completely. I mean, yeah, right, yeah. So there's just a complete gap. Right. I was thinking like the instrumental keeps playing, but the vocals just drop. But if you mean the whole song, so yeah, that'd be jarring. I, I guess that both versions are still annoying yeah. because, yeah, it's just like there's there's some songs that are really egregious. I can't think of one off the top of my head, but there are some songs where like there's lines of dialogue where every second or third word is just muted yeah. and you can't understand what the song's trying to say. It's like, well, change the words or don't put that line in the song. Also, like, kids who are worse at school or whatever, you know, they're going to learn fuck. You should be able to say fuck. <laughs> I mean, they don't censor, like, the fucking, what was it, that WAP that went around for a while. And my sister and all her friends at, like, 12 are all singing that shit. It's like, um, yeah, but it doesn't swear, so it's completely fine. 
we, we have a gripe here which I think perfectly fits into the petty um, category. Okay. Um, and that is that someone said it annoys them on older songs when instead of having an ending, they just fade out. I was reading about this, actually, and apparently um, that's more likely to get stuck in your head, songs without a definitive end. Because when you get a song stuck in your head and it's going round and round, a good way to get it out of there is to sort of imagine the end of the song and then a bit of silence, and then it t- tends to get it out of there because it's like unfinished business or something. But if it fades out, it could keep looping forever and ever, in theory, so your brain doesn't know when to sort of stop it. Sounds like shit to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, with the uh, imagine the end of the song thing, it's got me out of a jam a few times. I've had music stuck in my head for ages, and if I pitch the end of the song, it just starts again. <laughs> no, but not from the beginning, though. You'd probably start from the chorus or something. It just starts. like it, <laughs> the, the point is that it's stuck in your head. You Try imagining see... like a bit of applause afterwards or something, like a, a definitive a, end. A bit of applause. My brain <laughs> applauding myself for thinking of a song. You did Cheers, it. Tom. <laughs> but yeah, no, I could see that being annoying. Uh, we have um, fans who of certain artists who take it way too seriously and even excuse terrible behaviour of those artists because they like their music. Yeah, I was thinking of it. Like when I mentioned uh, stuff that music fans do, I had a big list of stuff like that. It's just music fans, it's like an excuse to be a dick. It's like the same with any kind of fan group, like football fans ain't much better, like any sort of organised music, sports, TV shows, games, whatever. Cold just group up and Yeah. <laughs> You know, but it's not just an excuse to be a dick or that you're better than another bunch of people because you know this band and they don't. Or So, oh, well, I've heard their secret album that they only released where the dog was farting. Like, cool. Okay. So, oh, well, I've got a, like an exclusive song that he recorded when he was four and it was in his mom's basement and it sounds like dog shit. It's like, yeah, it's great. Cool. Good for you. I'll stick to the ones that I like. Did you have any particularly unruly fans when you used to work at the uh, venue place, Adam? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> says it all. No, there was, I think the, the one that comes to mind was um, I, I went in one day and I was running graduations. So it was like my manager. And then uh, there was a guy called Tom. So me and Tom were like running great, the graduation man. ceremony. And it's, uh, it's a great name, isn't it? Mm. And literally we went in and the manager sat us down and said, right, just so you know, Ari Styles' sister's graduating today. Right. So he says, we're not putting out on social media. We don't want a big fuss. Just... You know, get him, get him in. Harry's going to be here. Just keep an eye on him in case it gets a bit, you know, a bit. People get a bit excitable. So, push comes to shove. Mm-hmm. That time comes of the day when we're like, right, you know, we're just keep this quiet. You know, we're not even told the staff. It's literally just me, my manager, and Tom who now. Okay. And then the university tweeted out oh, <laughs> the words, Jesus. "Congratulations, congratulations to X Styles. I can't remember her name. X <laughs> Styles, uh, sister of Harry." Who's graduating today? And literally, I remember my manager like looking at Twitter and seeing that, and going, "For fuck's sake!" And what happened, which made this even funnier, was that they went to the VIP entrance where we had a guy on the door who was about seventy, right? Who and they didn't have confirmation because they thought it's obvious this is Harry Styles. We can just go in the VIP section. Okay. Because they didn't have confirmation, he sent them round to the front entrance where there were two thousand oh, people. No. <laughs> You bring ID or something. Like, uh, yeah, and we had to go and retrieve Harry. <laughs> retrieve it. <laughs> yeah, we had to go retrieve Harry and take him uh, to a private room. Um, Jesus. And, yeah, it got a bit hectic. And then what I'm leading up to was at one bit, um, we went outside the back because we had, like, a small break when the ceremony's on so you could just, like, chill out for 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Went outside and there was about eight people 
always signs saying we love you harry christ so they saw Plus that, that kind tweet. of takes the spotlight off his sister as well it's like meant to yeah. be a graduation yeah. or something like her day and it's now it's all about her brother yeah hallam just basically oh sorry i shouldn't name sheffield hallam <laughs> basically um <laughs> put this tweet on purely because they wanted the clout of like look harry styles is coming today the thing i don't understand about it though is in that situation harry styles is not like important He's not a he's not a VIP. Why is he getting VIP treatment? I think it was because it's him. Like so they, they went to the VIP this. entrance. Yeah, so we didn't get mobbed. But because the security guard was seventy years old, obviously just didn't listen to One Direction. Just saw this family come up who probably anticipated. Look, it's Harry Styles off One Direction. You know, we're allowed to go in this entrance, yeah. which they were. You know, as as part of our briefing, when my manager told us, you know, we knew that we were coming to the VIP section, okay. and then he went, "No, you need to go around the front." And sent them around to the front where there were two thousand people who obviously went. Hold on, is that Harry Styles? <laughs> God. <laughs> and uh, the the best part about this all, and this is fucking God's honest truth, is that the same week that same security guard fell asleep at the door and someone got in and robbed the room. Bloody <laughs> hell! Oh of all God. the VIPs' bags. Oh Jesus! So he got fired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I mean, not recognising Harry Styles, I wouldn't sack him over that. It's like, cause you a bit of yeah. headache. But yeah, falling asleep on the job. I mean, come on, dude. He literally fell asleep and, yeah, someone literally wandered in, walked into the room unopposed while the ceremony's going on, so there's no one in the room. And literally just went through people's bags, robbing wallets, wallets. And these are all VIPs and they are all, obviously, they've got they've got a lot of money. Oh, they've yeah. got upper grade bags, you know. And they just fucking wandered out, watched the CCTV, just walks in. And this bloke's just fast asleep on this chair. And then just walks out, literally arms full of bags. God, it's like something you'd see on telly. Yeah. So then I got a radio call saying, um, can I put a member of staff on the door? Yeah. I was like, yeah, why? And then I got shown the evidence and he said, yeah, he's not working here anymore. <laughs> wow. Uh, I mean, that. they say if you carry like a clipboard or a ladder or something, just act like you belong. You can get in most places. Yeah. High vis is the one I hear a lot. Yeah. If you wear a high vis, you look like you're supposed to yeah. be there. Confidence is the big part. Or like just carry like a mug. I heard a mug once. Because if you've got a mug of coffee or something, you didn't bring that from home, did you? You've obviously got it from inside the building. So you've I, I always carry my travel mug. <laughs> yeah. But no, acting like you believe. It's the confidence thing, isn't it? Did I ever tell you about when I um, I, I got a written warning for uh, robbing off One Direction? Oh, Did I ever tell you that? I don't think so. <laughs> you robbed One Direction? Wow. Yeah, robbed One Direction. So um, we had one D like one. Uh, yeah, that's how like I'm. I'm, I'm with you were with the kids. I see yeah. <laughs> on the on the yeah, level. Yeah. <laughs> we go way back, like to that point. I retrieved Harry. Oh yeah, well, you, went, and, uh, you fought your way through and became besties. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally. It was weird, just like me and my mate Tom just sat with Harry Styles, just like yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, fair. Huh? So sister, I say congratulations. Yeah, we'll do. It was literally just like, um, yeah, they they performed. And like as what happens because he had a meet and greet, it's obviously all the fans bringing presents. Right. And sorry if you're a One Direction fan and you went to the event at Sheffield City Hall, but they did not take anything with them. So whatever you spent your hard-earned money on, it stayed in that dressing room. It didn't go. I really wouldn't though, because they could have all sorts of them. You could be trying to poison them, or they well, could have cameras in them, or God knows. Yeah. It, so we got so basically end at night, um, like we had to like go and go and tidy dressing rooms. So we went in there and there's just fucking boxes of like chocolates and. All you know, all this stuff, yeah. and like I, I went outside, and like all production, like all Harry and all promoter, everything had gone. There was like no one there apart from the crew sitting down the rig, and they don't have access to the dressing room. So I was like, oh, you know, that's it. No one's coming back. No. So I was fucking like, 
you know what? I, I won't mind a box of these chocolates. Oh, I've like, got a video game. Like, so I was like, I fucking have that. Yeah. You know, just thinking nothing of it. Well, they're probably going to get binned anyway, aren't they? Yeah, they were just going to go in bin because it, they were just left behind. Yeah. So I thought nothing of it. I thought, you know, fuck it, you know, I'm having it. So I went home and literally just fucking like started rifling through all these sweets and crisps and chocolates. <laughs> like, it was like, to me, it was like my Halloween. Wow. <laughs> it was just all this free fucking stuff. And I didn't know at the time that my mum had took a picture of me saying Adam's haul that he's taken for One Direction's dressing room and put it on Facebook. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then someone who I work with, who was friends with my mum, oh, fucking handed that Jesus. picture in, didn't they? Say, look at this. Oh, so I got pulled in for a meeting and they said, do you know anything about One Direction's dressing room? And I was like, maybe. <laughs> Thinking, like, nothing of it because they've, yeah, they've got... Yeah, if they've upped and fucked and off, I, like... Yeah, literally, I've got, I got a written warning. Like, one more and I'm out. Well. What, what kind of person would hand that picture? And that sounds like the kind of person who would complain about sprinkles. <laughs> so th- so the, the best bit about that is that they got the picture up on the phone. Mm. And, like, back then on Facebook, at the top, it was like a blue banner and it showed your account and your name. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, my manager's, like, showed me this picture and it said on the top, Gavin. So I was like... Right, so I'm a fucking, I know it's Gavin who sent it into my mum. Uh, sent it in, sorry, to work. So I went downstairs where Gavin was working. Mm. I'm just like, Gavin, can I have a word with you? He's like, yeah. I said, why did you uh, send that picture in to work? Uh, what picture? I'm like, the picture of uh, that my mum put on. Why did you send that in? I don't know what you're on about. So I said, Gavin, would you like me to go and get that phone and show you the picture that you sent in? <laughs> and he like, he, to, to the moment he left, he swore he didn't do it. But literally on top of the account, it said his name. And I was like... I know it's you, just fucking admit it. Well. So that's why that's why I don't mind saying his first name. And if you follow him on Twitter, it's at GavinBell87. And don't delete this because it's hilarious. <laughs> if you look at his likes, it's just all porn. He's got a girlfriend. <laughs> well, uh, Gavin, it's it's been a long time coming, but here's the revenge. Yeah, literally. He's got a girlfriend and all his pic- all his likes are just women with the boobs out. Well. And the thing is, as well, his um, bio is like accounts manager at this place. <laughs> so it's like it's like a works Twitter account. So it does his like tweet, you know, like offers that they're doing. Yeah. And at the same time, all they're doing is just liking vaginas. That's incredible. Right. We uh, we don't have a huge amount of time left. So should we do a quick fire through uh, the things people in the Discord have said? Yeah, shoot them at us. We'll have, we'll have a look through and throw things out. So um, Speed we've got cover artists uh, or versions with guest artists. Uh, cover songs or songs with guest artists that replace the original. Someone hates that. Okay. Yes. Um, artists who can't um, perform live because they can't sing outside of a studio. This person said, you're ripping me off because you were made by a PC. <laughs> yeah. yeah Obviously, fair. from from working in a venue, there, there have been artists who come and are just shit because you can see that it's all edited. Yeah. Yeah, you know, what goes good. out. And when they sing live, they can't sing. Oh, that's always sad. And we've also got, um, I get furious when a good bit of music is wasted in an otherwise mediocre song. I get that. Like, if there's a really cool riff, but then you hate the rest of the song, it's like, well, I can't really listen to this now because... I'm not going to enjoy the whole thing, even though the bit that I do enjoy is in there. That's incredibly yeah, picky, like very the, the chain, The chain for me, um, like, I love when the bass drops. Oh, yeah. You know, at the end, down, do, 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 do. the entire like four minutes before it, I just sit there, just like, yep, yeah, okay. Oh, the worst one just is when the, for the when the song sounds amazing, but the, this person who's singing sounds awful. That's the worst one. Because then it's like, oh, this song is so good. The beat is amazing. The musicians are excellent. But the guy who's singing, I can't stand his voice or I can't stand her voice. Like, that's the that's the most... Yeah, you know. I've had a few of those. Oh, that's a shame. 
Someone's got an issue with uh, gangster wannabes trying to take on the rap scene. Yeah, I would agree with that to a point. Oh, they've mentioned they mentioned my, my currently the best name I I believe of any rapper at the moment six six nine nine. I have I I refuse to pronounce that any other way. I don't I don't know if I know any of the music. I might do, um, but that is written six six nine nine, and I will not have it said any other way. Yeah, that's more than fair. I've seen ones like uh, at festivals. I've seen um, there's a band named Paris, and they use a V. It's like Pervris. There's another one, Churches, and they use a V in the U, so it's like Chivuches. <laughs> Chivuches. It's like, oh, Chivuches have a new song. Oh, you mean Churches? No, I do not. Someone has said um, whenever they mention that they like a, an artist and someone goes, oh, if you're really a fan, you can name all of these songs. It's like, no, I like like one or two of their songs. That means I'm a fan. Yeah, Stop yeah, being yeah. an asshole about it. Yeah, you can just like a song without having to be fucking quizzed. When people try and lecture you about the deeper meaning behind a song, even when it's clear there is no deeper meaning behind the song. Uh, I'm trying to think of a few examples there, but I'm sure there are some. This person has said, the example they've given are Ailstorm songs, how people keep saying there's hidden meanings, and it's like, no, they're oh, singing yeah. about pirates. <laughs> no, that's just them <laughs> yeah, getting drunk and being pirates. It's an Ailstorm live twice. They were very good. Uh, there's a few more, but I think uh, mostly they're just discussing the... Uh, other people's points here, I think, what I can see. So I reckon that's the end of that section. Fair enough. Some good points, then. Mm. I will um, start to load up the wheel of subjects. Yeah. You load up the wheel. I reckon we should do this thing now where we summarise what we've learned today, because I think uh, Ooh, we, 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 okay. we, t- we discuss these things and we, they move around. So what have we learned today? Well, we've learned that apparently if you use the wrong sprinkles, people will complain. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Um, we've learned that uh, cycling up a bridge it sounds like an orgasm. Yeah, sure learned that old people are vulnerable for chicken chops <laughs> using their address for energy bills. <laughs> Which they may or may not own in some sort of double life. <laughs> we never knew what was in the bag. <laughs> we've, we've learned that I clearly have a very love-hate relationship with Michael Bublé. Yeah. <laughs> Mickey Bubble. What Mickey, Bubble Mickey Bubbles yeah. or Mickey Bubs or something. Me and Harry Styles are on uh, first name terms. <laughs> we've, we've also learned that uh, Adam is completely willing to take up a five-minute segment of the podcast on a joke. Um, yeah, yeah that, was, that must have been five minutes. Yeah, I'll fucking do it again. Oh, it was, it's staying in. It was worth it. Yeah, no, it was. It was. It was a gripping story. It was very well told. I just wanted knowing, like, in the, all the feedback, if people fell for it, if they sat there believing every word. Yeah, I do let us know. <laughs> I, I, I will. I did believe the story. I just wasn't going to ask. I was going to be a dick about it. Um, but I, yeah. I, I was drawn in. If it was you and me talking like privately, I probably would have asked. Yeah. Yeah, I did do it. I do know another one, but I'll save that for the next one. If I start going on a on a story, <laughs> oh man, it's to the, to. this reminds me of the black and white space marine, but I'm not going to get into that. Crikey! Um, what else have we learned? We've learned that Tom loves festivals and Adam doesn't. Yep, he sure does. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Bold of you to assume I meant you, darling. All right, it's time for the wheel. Oh, right. the wheel! You let's, say. Let's let's do this. All right. How many things are on this wheel, by the way? Uh, there are a remaining eleven. So it looks like I've got eleven episodes left. <laughs> Forever. I mean, we could always add. <laughs> Forever. But no. I'm guessing these are all things added by you as well, Adam. Because I don't I don't remember after saying the wheel. No, we had a session at the end of the first one, didn't we? we was throwing shit out. Yeah. Did we? This yeah. this is Unisanis. It's just limited. Like when it's out, isn't oh, that's no. it. We delete the podcast. <laughs> But okay, right, so we are spinning now. Oh, it's on the line, and it's just passed. It's Toys and Gadgets. Oh, okay. So the next episode is Gripes about Toys and Gadgets. I think I've got one already, to be fair. 
I'd like to request that next week uh, we try and think of the pettiest possible things. Yeah. I want things, I want things, right? The, the, the ultimate achievement is if both of the other people tell you that you're wrong. That's the ultimate petty gripe. Oh, in that case, I already won with a fucking food episode with that takeaway thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> I am I get annoyed. I get annoyed when they streamline service. How yeah. dare they? <laughs> How fucking dare they? I get annoyed by something that clearly doesn't exist and I'm the only one who knows about it. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's been a- oh, well. Toys and gadgets. Looking yeah, forward to toys it. and gadgets. Oh, so I, just before we finish, Adam, what was in the bag? Fuck all to do with you. <laughs>